0: Welcome to Real Everyday People and Eladio Nino Podcast.
1: The dollar hero but see yourself become the villain See too many dark nights And light the way you're living They got me living Hey yo, yo what's up everybody? This is El Podcast I'm like This is Real Everyday People I want to thank everybody Who's been tuning in Tapping in Sharing Subscribing Supporting <laughs> uh, As you guys you can see That I got a new system You know, I appreciate everybody That paid the 99 cents To watch this uh, uh, Podcast, man Thank you I appreciate you And I'm going to keep on Delivering to you I want to send a shout Shout out and much love to everybody who was able to catch up with their family, friends, loved ones, co-workers, finally get together and kind of see a little bit of normalcy and get back to, you know, to normal again, you know. So, uh, you know, shout out to everybody who had, you know, a good time, who had fun and had a blast and and went swimming and, you know, boating and skipping and hopping and all that good stuff. You know how we do. We live life real good, you know. But... uh, You know, I got a, got a young brother, man, that I befriended, uh, recently, man. And I just been networking, man, with some young bosses out here, man. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? All these brothers, they come together. They bring everything they got to the table. These boys got education. They got experience. They got skills. They got communication skills. These boys got critical thinking skills. These boys creative. They they putting it together, man, and they laying it down, man. You know, so I salute all these brothers out here, dude, taking care of their business, man. And uh without any further ado, man, we got my man Goyo on here today. What up, What's man? up, boy? How you doing, bro? Feeling good, man. Glad to be here. Yep. Thank you for another day, man. Ain't no doubt about it, man. Yes, so, man, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Tell them about who you are, where you from, where you born, where you raised. Uh, where to start? Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go by Goyo. You can follow me on Instagram, YNG underscore uh, Goyo. I'm just uh, someone kind of straight from Honduras, man, literally. Born over there until I was uh, 10, came over here, and uh here now. Yeah. Trying to, you know. What part of Honduras you from? I'm from Yoro, el departamento de Yoro, del barrio el Negrito Yoro, arriba en el barrio Guanacaste. Saludo a todo mi gente. Saludo desde Detroit, amor, ya siempre, sabes. Siempre, siempre. Yeah. hey, hey.
1: you see, I, 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 put you on
2: the phone with my oh, dog. Yeah, yo, that's, my that's man, crazy. he in the jungle, for real. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. So he tells me, I got someone, you know, that, you no, know, got sent back home and this is and that, and you know, he puts him on the phone. It just so happened that. He's from down the block where I stay, where I where I grew
1: up at. That's crazy. a small ass world, bro. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I was just glad because I wasn't sure where you exactly you were from. So when you was like, "You from Honduras?" I'm yeah. like, "I'm about to show, bro." stuff. <laughs> I called Honduras real yep, quick. Oh yeah, mi gente, quick, you know what I'm too saying? Let have like, yeah. yeah, but Wait, I know bro. he felt good about it. Oh, yeah, I know bro. you felt. good. I felt good. You that know? gave me
2: chills, bro. It's a small ass world. Yep. Yeah, small ass no world. No doubt, chills, man. You know, Especially
1: like. And- my people out here too like i'm just trying to put up for everybody man that's dope man yep. so um so your family's from honduras like how did they get to the states tell us about the journey man uh, i'll
2: be honest with you i don't want to put too much light on that i really don't know exactly how they got here
1: but they made it
2: here <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah they're um yeah my parents um i grew up in honduras uh i was over there staying with grandma and aunties i'm from my dad's side um came over here when I was 10. I didn't get to see my parents till I was 10. So, you know, growing up, I didn't really have a lot of people to look up to or have that family. Uh, how do you say that family Uh, uh warmth, that, that love, you know, yeah. I grew up over there. So it was a whole different uh, situation for me. As far as uh, so, both your parents were family. already
1: here in the country, yes. and you stayed with your family. Yes. Uh, now, do you have siblings? Did you have, or were you the only child at the time, or how did that go?
2: Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, they came when I was. I was very young. I was like uh, about three, four when my dad came over here. I was about five when my uh, mom came over here. Okay. So I stayed over there. I got. Um, I'm the oldest of five. I got one little brother and three um, sisters. Three sisters. Yes.
1: And did you were you guys all kept together or? We're, for a certain amount of time. Okay, so yeah. what was it like being the big brother? Because I already know being the oldest, you know, you, you have a lot of responsibilities, yes. you know, especially Everybody if your parents are me. working. All of a sudden, you become the man of the house. Now, you're the one raising your sisters and brothers and you making sure they eat and making sure yeah. they bathe and get their business taken care of, you know? Yeah. yeah, it was it was a job. It was just another job. It was it
2: was my first job, pretty much. You know, taking care of the little ones, man. It's just it's
1: what it had to be. That's you know, crazy because so much of, so many people from our community, we grow up fast. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like we grow up having to think and conduct ourselves like like adults, you mm-hmm. know, doing adult things. Yeah. They tell you, hey, I'm
2: about to leave, make sure you don't open the door to nobody. That's how it starts. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Take out the little ones. That's how it starts. That's yep. you know, so like you know you gotta take a role as bigger person. Yeah.
1: So tell me, I know you said that you your your family traveled a little bit. Once they got over to the states, you guys moved to a few different states.
2: Yeah, well, I touched down uh, back in 04, 05. Uh, from here, I wasn't here until 06. We moved over to Minnesota. Then 06, I stayed over there until 07, 08. And we moved to Ohio at the end of 08, the beginning of 09. Uh, we touched down back home. This is where I go home now, you know. Ain't no doubt I, about it. I touched it. down here. to the no land, place like I, I used to live in Ohio. My, my dad What used part to of Ohio were you staying in? I can't really recall. I should have okay. done my research on that. I can't really, really recall. Okay. But it was in the state line between Ohio and Indiana. Okay. So I was like right there. Like, you cross the street, you're in Indiana. It's a whole different law. Like yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Everything huh? was different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything was divided. So, uh, yeah, I um, stayed in Ohio. Uh, but like I said, you, you can't. This is home. Yeah. You know what I mean. I used to come here every weekend when I used to live in Ohio. My uncle used to live here, but he worked in uh in Ohio construction. So every weekend he would come over here because his family was over here. So you know I was on that passenger seat, yeah, ready to go, stay over here. You've been uh... through the whole
1: Midwest though. <laughs> I've been you around. Been to Chicago?
2: Yeah, I've been. I haven't oh, lived yeah, there, but around. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. around.
1: I've been around. Yeah, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> <I've> been everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So what was it like growing up, man, you know what I'm saying, traveling like that? Like, you know, for a lot of people, it's fun. It's a journey. You meet people. Yeah, you know was... what I'm saying? You learn diverse social skills, communication skills, you know, meeting new people. But for some people, it's it, it's sometimes it, it's, it can be sad because it's hard for people to be able to find stability, yeah. to live in one place, you know what I'm saying, to grow up and build a future. When you're just traveling, you know what I'm saying, you don't really have too much stability.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was two sides of the story. You know, it was dope moving around, seeing new places, uh, starting fresh, I guess you can say, but at the same time, like, you don't have, you get used to being alone. You know, mm-hmm. you started a new school, you're the new kid, you know, in the on uh, some occasions, the only one in the school that's Hispanic that speaks Spanish, and it's,
1: Wow, it's like, and where was hey, that at?
2: That was in Ohio. In Ohio? It was uh, actually three of us. I was the third one to uh, speak <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> so, and we, were, we had different classes. We only had, like, one class together probably in lunch. That was about it. But yeah, man, it's 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 not it's not fun, but at the same time it is. So it's it all depends on. So what you So were you able take, to man. make
1: friends? Like like I would think that when you travel so much, sometimes it would discourage you from wanting to befriend people because yeah. you know In what I'm saying. You feel like why get attached to somebody when I know eventually I'm gonna end up moving along and starting over again.
2: Yeah, know? yeah, I would, yeah, I feel like that. But yeah, I was able to make some great great people, man. I still got some some friends that I still talk to. You know, I still okay. communicate. Social media is.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's how to keep the world thing, connected. Man. Like they say, you got the whole world at the tip of your finger. You call Honduras
2: in a few seconds, he was already answering. So I'm, t- I'm
1: <laughs> telling you, <I> be <laughs> talking to Cambodia, Albania, yeah, Mexico, yeah. I'd be all over the place with it, you know?
2: Yep, yep. It's dope, you know? It's dope, man. But yeah, there's two sides to the story. Well, I understand. Yeah. So
1: once you guys got back to Detroit, this is where you settled. This is where you call home. This is
2: this where I call you building
1: me. your life, all this that stuff is. here. Um, so where at the neighborhood did you live? Um,
2: when I came back or, or, yeah, when
1: you guys got back, when yeah. we came
2: back, we was, uh, in Vinewood or, for a few, I guess you can say a few months, half a year, maybe. And we then went down to Inglis, from Inglis. We went down to London. and, oh you got <laughs> travelers
1: like a bug. Yeah, Trust yeah. me, I already know I've been there too, bro. And Trust then, me.
2: uh, we ended up going to, uh, Inkster. And then from Ixer, I just came back over here and I stayed in Central for a little bit. Now on uh over there by Patton Park. So Yeah, I've been Not around. Everywhere. Been everywhere. Around. I've been around. That's dope, though. That's good. Yeah, you get to meet new people, you know, new environments. You get to adapt. You get to learn new, catch little. So
1: transitioning from schools and community environment, like... Like, did you feel better once you came back to the neighborhood oh, yeah. and you started going to school and yes. you with, you know, more of your own kind of people, your Latino people, you going to school, yep. you can speak Spanish yep. to other people. Like,
2: yeah, it was cool.
1: Like, did it play any type of mental impact on you when you were in Ohio and you were there was only three Latinos in the whole school? Like, big time like I, did, did it discourage you from wanting to socialize with people or did you just feel, I, right. and, and I just say that because I had that kind of experience when I was young right. and in the eighties we had moved to Lincoln park and I was going to school in Lincoln park and um, you know, it just, it just, I had to question. I didn't know like everybody didn't look like me, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Sure, so I went through a lot of, you know, mental trauma, you know, dealing with things, trying to identify myself with who I am, where, where do I belong? You know? Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, it, it, it... It opened my mind uh, a little you know to see different things like you was when i was in minnesota it was nothing but it was like a, a, a very small town so mm-hmm. there wasn't really a lot to do so most of the time we was just kicking it back in ohio Um, uh, you know having being in the state line you go see one thing over here and one thing another so being around different type of people too but mm-hmm. there's nothing like home man like I, like i said i call this home i you know i take my flag everywhere 504 but you know southwest man it's it's different it's mm-hmm. you what feel schools like oh. did you go to In southwest um when i when i first touched down i went to higgins elementary okay that was uh they did that school was shut down already it's already uh i think it's just a park now mm-hmm. and then uh, i went to cca for a year my sixth sixth grade then how old are you bro i'm 27 okay all yeah. right 27 oh, man. About to be 28 yeah
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, mean, it's, it's I tell you,
1: boy, them years take off, man. It's Once cool, you hit 28, you're going to be thirty four before you I know remem- it.
2: I remember looking like, damn, I'm about to be 21, being all excited. But then after you hit 21, it's like, what do you look forward to?
1: It's yeah, like, you're already yeah. hit 21. Yeah, what's no what's the next it.
2: big one? But try to take every year as the big one, man.
1: What were you doing in school? Like, did you play sports? What kind of stuff did you get into? What kind of student were you? You know, being being uh the, the fact that I came from...
2: I went to different places it wasn't really where i focused on doing one thing Mm. uh, until i really touched down over here and i wasn't really into sports uh my main thing was soccer bro i was i tell myself and domingo knows (laughs) i was i'm a beast (laughs) (laughs) soccer was my thing man soccer was my thing you know you get older you gain a few weight a few pounds so Yeah, but...
1: And they still be doing their thing up there, bro. I mean, you can't even find a parking spot, you know, on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, man. But it's it's dope, man, to see that, you know, international sports have hit the states. They've embraced it and incorporated it in the culture and in our society. You know what I'm saying? Because we was always stuck on, you know, basketball, football, things like that. But when you go overseas, man, you got other sports, you know what I'm saying that are recognized and and so it was just nice and 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 what's good about it is it's just another activity to bring community people together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to be productive, to be positive, yep, you yep. know? I mean, we come from that's what a lot of Latinos, the history of our people and our ancestors, they played sports, bro. Yeah. I mean, some of them was blood sport, you know what I mean? That's but how it you all know started. whatever. <laughs> You know about the rules finish. started coming into effect, so <laughs> they had to get referees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was, they was playing like the Detroit Bad Boys, man. Bad boys. Them boys was raw, you hear me? Talking about Isaiah bad. Thomas and uh Rick Mahorn and bad. Bill Lambier, the boys elbow you bad. with your nose quick, <laughs> walk away like nothing happened. Hell yeah, talking about you found me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, soccer was my main thing.
1: Soccer, okay. Soccer. So, yeah. were you part of the teams in the schools and nah, stuff? Oh, nah. okay. You it just was played outside your own thing. free yeah, time. Yeah. So, did you ever graduate from school?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, a year after I was supposed to graduate.
1: Okay, shit, sure. yeah, that's big. You know, I had cool. my uh,
2: I had my baby born, and after that, you know, you have to have to pay the bills, man. Got to buy old the diapers. You when you had? I was seventeen. 17? Seventeen. Seventeen. my uh oldest. Me too, man. That's when I
1: had my first baby, man. man. Yep.
2: My youngest is five. Five years apart. Oh yeah, you still putting in work, trying to
1: at least practicing. Yeah, 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 that's dope, man. So, what was it like living in the neighborhood, man? Like, what did you get into? What kind of social circle did you have? What did you do for recreation? Like, were you getting in trouble? Were you just you know taking care of your (laughs) business? Talk to me now. Just real everyday people, man. Stop playing. I mean, they pay ninety nine cents to watch this. Yeah, you better tell scared. the truth.
2: No, yeah, I mean, I, I I was around. I wasn't around a lot of circles, but I was around people that was in certain circles, doing certain activities. But you know, you got to be smart about how
1: you move. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get involved in any gang activity or anything like that? I was around it. Okay. I wouldn't say I I was in it, but I was around it. Shit, so, being around yeah, is just as bad, damn. Yeah. There. So, like I said, man, you I've been around yeah <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your parents man you know what kind of man was your father what kind of woman was your mother man. i know you said you didn't really get uh you know attached really get, to that, yeah, to it, later on in I didn't life to really get but...
2: a chance to get to know them deeply like that you know i didn't um i was living with my grandma until i was about 10. that's when i touched down over here they brought me over here and from 10 to like 15 16 that's when i started doing my own thing started mm-hmm. working you know, I had seventeen, I had the baby coming, so I dropped out of school, you know, got got into work, but you know, I, I thought about my little one, man. So I, I went back to uh night school in Western and I ended up doing all four years in Western so that was that was literally it's, it's my motor you know now i got two motors so man good for you bro
1: congratulations <laughs> yeah that's dope bro because shit could have went either way with yes, you yes, you know what i'm saying yes. you gotta get discouraged quick especially we got a baby now, now you're responsible for life you know you got to take care of the mother you got to take care of the baby mm-hmm. you got to take care of yourself yeah. you know what i'm saying and you 17 years old you still trying to figure life out man those those were some hard days man getting off of work at three
2: had to be at work at four all the way out to novi Oh, yeah, that's a mission. You better if, have uh, insurance. Me. You better
1: have good plates and a license and everything. You know, people from the neighborhood are scared as hell to go anywhere outside yeah. the neighborhood.
2: I'll be honest with you, bro. Hey, your driving I was like, 15, tweeting. bro. I, I just got my license last year, bro. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, bro. you can be scared, but at the same time, you know, you got to prioritize what needs to be taken care of. Why
1: do you think so many youth... Uh, procrastinate when it comes to getting their license like that's one of the things that you would think that young people would be ambitious for is to get their license you know? you know me being in a situation that I have in mm-hmm. I'm asked myself that same question even driving you got a lot of young people and older people but they just, just, just don't drive period and I'm like that's really unfortunate because that's like a barrier you know what yeah. I'm saying where yeah. you know to be just the freedom of being able to get behind the wheel and travel and go wherever mm-hmm. you want to go you know
2: yeah i mean i've asked myself that same question man because my, my my immigration status is not it's not a hundred percent but i'm I'm able i'm allowed to be here it's just i'm not allowed to do a certain stuff so Tell that's you, one bro. thing i've asked my people bro like you are born here you got your paperwork good bro like why, why is you wasting that time you what someone like me that doesn't have that same uh, um, status. status or or is able to do what you're able to do and you're just wasting your time you know I have my uh, my examples my my little sister man both uh me and my uh my my second sister we were born both born over there and we okay. came over here when we was young right so we both graduated and my my third uh, oldest hasn't okay. so I'm like bro you're born here mm-hmm. how is you not you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but I guess it all depends on... on
1: Well, the value is different because the experience is different. Mm -hmm. The reason that you value these things is because of the experience that you went through. You never know what you got, so you ain't got it no more. If you ain't been deprived of nothing, it's hard for you to value it or appreciate it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, I understand, bro. Like, you know, at at that age, I was like, you, bro, I grew up fast. My priorities were different, bro. Uh, By the time I was 15, 16, I'm worried about paying bills and shit, you know, helping Uh, mom, you know, take care of business, raising three boys, you know what I mean? So, I understand the struggle. My daughter, I didn't even have time for school. I wasn't even thinking about school, you know? So, I started working. It's and 13. that's good for you i tried working but shit, once they start hitting you for child support and they taking half the money you busting your ass. i'm like shit, child support Nigga, you better give me a bag of weed <laughs> shit, i got to give me some money <laughs> yeah. i am doing roofing concrete and all kinds of shit. grown-ass man work dog i said hell man, dog. i started milking cows bro milking cows when i was still 13. <laughs> hey Hey. My dog is getting bread, boy. Hey. Hell hey.
2: I Had to get the pair of J's, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> you, know yeah, you better milk them kitties.
1: <laughs> Hell <laughs> dog, My dog.
2: Yeah. yeah. man. I've I've done a, a lot of a lot of jobs around. I actually did. Uh, well, did. how
1: many people, like especially from the city, had that job though? You know, nah. like that's a job itself. That, in was, back, that like, was back in Minnesota. Like, like oh yeah, yeah damn, nothing but fields, bro. Shit, but what was it like, bro? Were you scared and timid? Who taught you how to do this shit? My uncle, my uncle,
2: he, he just one afternoon, he's like, Hey, I'm missing someone. Can you come? I'm like, hell yeah, I ain't doing nothing. Fuck it, let's go. Man went in there, just, he was like, Just put the thing in the titties. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I guess. I mean,
1: <laughs> hey,
2: hey, low key, he caught me. But I wasn't fucking right I wanted to see. Oh my God.
0: Back home, I to see what the
2: bill like, Marcus, no, I missed it because back home, my uh, one of my uncles he has a like a farm and he has a whole bunch of horses, cows, and all that stuff. So I used mm-hmm. to help him. I was like eight, nine. So they used to, oh, yeah, so they used to, um, the coffee, no sugar, just straight from the cow, bro. It's Damn, sweet and warm, man. That so, so I, I just had to get that taste, you know, that you know, when you taste something, it brings you back
1: to a certain mm-hmm. time, yeah. To <clears throat> taste it. <laughs> Just getting in tune with nature at that level though is, is very, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's very special. It's very different. Yeah. You know, I've seen videos of you know people who help, you know, animals that give birth to babies. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, that's like a whole new vision and experience, you know, a right. whole new touch with nature that's survival that's how our people have survived for hundreds and thousands of years is off the land you know taking care of the animals and and um you know raising living off the land yeah, you yeah. know what i'm saying and also giving praise for the sacrifices for the lives that feed the community stuff yeah. like that so Psycho life yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah i mean you know you did what you had to do bro to come up you got some experiences that's why you appreciate things yes, different bro a lot. You see you know? things you see things a little different too sometimes yeah and the things that people take for granted on a daily basis bro you know and uh like I said man I, I learned it the hardest bro but I, that's why I appreciate everything. The way that i do that's why when people see me you know i'm, I'm happy bro i'm yeah. so grateful i'm very peaceful i don't got no animosity no beef no problems with people i'm not competing with nobody i'm just doing me and 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 i'm just building a network with people who i can rely on who are you know moving forward got great ideas got good hearts you know what i'm saying that's really important you got to deal with people who got good hearts man you know what i'm saying yeah,
2: yeah definitely man i feel that 100 percent. I man, like I said, when you come where I come from, man, there's not a lot of opportunities. So when you see things, mm-hmm. you, you tend to appreciate things a lot more than what, uh, you know, the law-abiding citizen usually does. So where are your parents at now? My parents are back home in Honduras. So they both in Honduras. They both in okay. Honduras, yeah. And so, you know, who, who, who the whole pack falls out on these bags? My bag. So.
1: Still, huh? Because <laughs> yeah, they probably like bad. me Huh? I need 50. I need a hundred me her moneygram real quick.
2: Lights went out. There's no gas. Oh Lord. There's
1: no water. Listen, shit.
2: You hear you know, me? The I was... was real, man. Like it's no, it's no, like no, 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 no cap, man. It's just that's
1: just the way it is. Listen, my listen, my dog just did. He, what I tell you, He did fifteen years, yeah. and then they deported him. So he in Honduras. He called me. He's swinging in a hammock in the <laughs> middle of the damn jungle. I'm like, hey, no way. I'm like, what the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I did, I just, you know, I was like, damn, that transition you got to go through. Yeah. You got to think he came to this country accustomed to the, to the ways of the land. Yes. Then you go to prison for 15 years. You got to transition into that lifestyle and then you get deported after that and go right back to the jungle. You yeah. went from a concrete jungle to a, a literal jungle. You and know what you, I mean? If you, didn't,
2: if you didn't do your job when you was over here, when you go back over there, you're back where you left off yeah if not worse Yeah, know that's, that's, and, and, that's but
1: that's one of the good things that uh, about our peoples they, they when they while they're here. They, they get skill trades, they right. get education. So they go back to their countries and they thrive. Mm-hmm. Like everybody that I know, whether they're in Cambodia, my boy Bo Newt, shout out to you, bro. Like this brother, he's a teacher out there. You nice. know what I'm saying? He's involved in politics. He deals with the youth and he teaches. Oh, uh, I got another homeboy. He works at, at tourist attractions in Mexico because mm-hmm. he could speak good English. And you know what I'm saying? So it definitely, you got prepared, skills, you know, so yeah. you got purpose and you got a mission and you just got to do it over somewhere else. But yeah. it's all good. You got the skills that you need to be able to survive and even thrive you know better than most you got you created opportunity for yourself for sure yeah you know definitely yeah so um so man bro like what's it like being a being a father it's it's an amazing feeling man you
2: know i'm right now i'm experiencing everything that i wasn't able to experience with my oldest i have a. Uh... You know, she was born with some. some I had the baby with someone else, not the partner that I have right now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a. So you got two baby mama. i got two. Yeah. Well, well you I, mess- ha- I have. well you a, messy messing look I have, at I have, you. No, know, I'm messing no, with no, no, no. you. <laughs> I have a baby mama and I have, you know, my woman. It's okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, oh, mama,
1: okay. that's oh just, you got two just kids the baby's with the mother. Woman. Yeah. She's just the baby's mother. it's your kid's you know? mother. And then you got a Yeah. And I have my woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. My dog. Yeah. Just to clarify but that's cool though so what's it like being with a woman and having two kids you know like what's that relationship like like it's you know i I don't know it's not always easy for transition for women to embrace another man's kids and love them like they own and treat them like they own or you know what i'm saying whether she's got kids or doesn't have kids you know what i'm saying like what's that transition like i mean gracias is
2: like the person that i have it's just she's amazing bro like all around and they clicked you know Back, back when we started dating, you know, I brought her around and they clicked, everything was straight. And yeah, everything's good. I mean, as far as them getting along. and I mean, me, the situation, I get like a little iffy because it's like I don't like leaving her alone with her because I don't know how my how my baby is going to feel and I don't know how my girl's going to feel. And I'm like, you know, so I, I try to uh every time I have her, you know, I try to be
1: with her as much as I can. Because you know this music stuff does does uh oh it, it's very time take, consuming. Yes, it takes yes. a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money. You know, trust me, bro, even doing what I do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like this is hectic. I always got interviews, I got meetings, I do a lot of stuff for work, I do stuff for the podcast, you know what I'm saying? I'm always bending corners trying to network and, and uh it's very time consuming. So yes. it's definitely important to have a strong woman yes. that has your back because you want when you come home, you wanna be able to leave all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the door, when you come home, you want to be able to relax, right. chill. You your know what I'm saying? Bro, Eat. You know weird. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's where you want to get yeah, your peace of mind at, cool bro. Yeah, but yeah. but it's a lot to manage because you're trying to keep home good. You try to make sure your kids are good. My lady's good. My work's good. My career's good. My project's good. Like we got a lot of responsibility, bro. You know, and as men, you know, we we live to be people pleasers. You know, at, at least yeah. I do. You know, I got a, I'm responsible for a lot of people, bro. So so uh you know, I just I you know, it's hard to it's hard to uh, pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. You know, but I make sure that whatever I got I always distribute and share my blessings equally to all my family, friends and loved ones. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think it's an honor to be able to contribute, you know, to people's well-beings, bro. Yeah, man. It's it's, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. I mean,
2: it's it's a lot of pressure, you know, the music stuff, and, and trying to make sure everything is good. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, it's doable. It's doable, man. You just gotta, you know, pick up the
1: pace and just... You know, when we were talking and you were telling me about your story, man, and even though I'm going back a little bit, you know, I just, I really think it's important that you share this, you know, you talked about how, um, your father's side of your family had resentment towards your mother, Mm -hmm. and you look a lot like your mother, so when you were actually living with them, they took a lot of their frustration out on you, you took, you you took a lot of physical abuse, am I right? A lot,
2: a lot, bro. I
1: mean, they just, I, I don't know what happened there,
2: but they just took it out on me. I was literally responsible for everything that happened in the house, even though I was sleeping.
1: Mm-hmm. So you was like the oddball, or you was, was like the black sheep, or, or like what was it? Was you, you know, was you tearing shit up, or was it just no, the fact that, that people, you know, you know your your family, which is your family as well, and uh, you know their anger and frustration that they had towards your mother, and they used to take it out on you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what happened. It's just... That's it's it's a lack it of
1: healing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Is what happened. is just they they you know they misguided by their anger and they frustration. It's a, you know, my heart goes to you, bro, because I can relate. Like, like, you know, you know, early on in life, like um, you know, my mother, she never healed from a lot of her animosity she had towards my father, because my father used to kick her ass too. And then um and then, you know, I look just like my father. So, growing up, all that resentment my mother carried that she She's, had yeah. towards my father, she used to take that shit out on me. My mom quit using a belt and a chocolate and just got the hammer in my ass. You know what I mean? If you only and knew- I realized, like, damn, I know I ain't deserve all that
2: man, now. If you only knew the shit that used to be on my back, bro. Shit. I'm talking about, you know, bamboo sticks. Hell
1: yeah, bro. I know the bamboo You know what it is? I, not I, a leather, no a leather
2: belt <laughs> just soaked in, in, in the bucket, just sitting there, just mm-hmm. waiting for the time to just land your back, man. That shit was bad. Dang, that shit bro, that's just crazy, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. That's how they whip the Hebrews and shit. God, dang, bro. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> Yo, bro. They they one time. I don't know why. I forgot what happened. But one time, bro, I, something happened. I I'm sure I'm sure it wasn't me. They put me in the middle of a concrete floor, but they put little rocks and they was like hold the chair right there on your knees, just under the sun, just like this,
1: mm-hmm. like thirty minutes, bro. Man, that shit was yo. Yeah, they was watching that movie Rambo. You ever <laughs> see that movie Rambo? They was trying to make a Rambo out of me, bro. Yeah, That's well, what yeah.
2: They said, let's see if this works,
1: like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah was, man. Bad. It just you know what it is, it's just from lack of Uh, lack of healing. You know what I'm saying? That people carry these burdens of anger and frustration and resentment and trauma and they pass the shit down. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, know, me and my mother, we've been able to grow through all that. We realize where, you know, where things went wrong. And, and, you know, me and my mother, we have a wonderful relationship. I love her so much. You know what I mean? And just as people. As individuals, as household, as a community, it's important for us to be able to have these conversations because, uh, you know, this is where we start the healing at. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. having these conversations and you know coming in with the open mind and with the an open heart. Yeah, you know, yeah, you true. know, it, I, you know. There's so many people who ask for forgiveness, but who are not willing to forgive. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not willing to break down that barrier and build that bridge with your loved ones, yeah. you're always going to suffer from some type of, you know, misunderstanding, you know what I'm saying? Some type so always feeling empty like there's a void in you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, man, you got to be able to meet people in the middle and sometimes you got to stretch even further. But at the end of the day, it's worth it, man. You know what I'm saying? Two two words that are very powerful in people's lives and to create healing is I'm sorry. When somebody can say I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? And you can heal from that. You can accept
2: that you know yeah just that just those two words man can
1: change -hmm. your whole mood and perspective on how you see things and and stuff like that Mm Because, you know, we grew up in households with, you know, domestic violence being normalized. We grew up, I mean, we didn't know it at the time. We looked at it like getting our ass kicked. But it's some real kids that got child abuse. You know what I'm saying? Where their kids come home, the dad comes home having a bad day and just beat the shit out you. You know know what I'm saying? For eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich, you know? Mm -hmm. That shit's crazy, bro. I've I've heard terrible stories. And and now I see why things are the way they are. Because they got to have accountability. You know what I'm saying? For people who don't know how to control themselves, control their anger or misguide or misdirect their their anger, frustrations, emotions on their kids, man. These are your children, man. You know how much it hurts my heart when I see women killing their own kids and men killing their own, I'm like, man, what's going on?
2: Bro, you, I can't, I can't picture myself doing that with my daughter, bro. Either of them. And that's beautiful, bro. I can't do it, bro. Like, I know what it's like, you know, to grow up with, with, with pain, so i can't i can't see it bro. and and
1: that's a blessing bro because honestly bro it's a lot of victims that grow up to become victimizers yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's the cycle that needs to be broken bro mm-hmm. I you definitely know broke and that, that. comes from lack of yeah. healing lack of understanding yes you know lack of faith
2: yes i definitely broke that bro because like i said if if i was to I, I just can't even put it together bro my daughter going through the shit that i went through no nah, that's not happening and, and it's fucked up man because you know you're a kid you don't you don't it's not your fault like you're just mm-hmm. being a kid and you get it for no reason that's kind of messed up man but yeah i mean that that's what built me though uh i was uh blocked from doing a lot of things when i was young like even having friends bro, my neighbors i wasn't really allowed to be going to their house they had to come to my house but they didn't you know they were outside why would they go to someone else's house like we we used to just chill in the front you know but yeah, I got, I got, I got stopped from doing a lot of things. So that kind of built me as far as like friends, having friends. I, I, I got people that I know, mm-hmm. you know, but you won't really, you really won't see me like in someone else's house like that. I'd rather stay at my house. Like, mm-hmm. it's just well i
1: mean your your house becomes your castle you built your yeah, comfort zone yeah. in in there you know that's where you got your kids that's where you got your woman that's where you sleep that's where you eat you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i mean that's why you got a backyard you get a grill so you can enjoy yourself yeah. and, and your space in life you know what i'm yeah. saying this is your Piece of pie. This is what you got to come home to where you come in and you get treated like a king. You got your queen, you got your kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's important to be able to value that. See, when I was young, I was wild. I had my priorities messed up. You know what I'm saying? Went to prison young, left my babies out there. You know, I missed the shit out of my sons, bro. These guys won't even fuck with me since I've been home, bro. My son Victor and Emilio, that shit breaks my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because they just don't know how much they missing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, there's just so much that I could teach them. So much that we can build on. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like the more they got to know me, the more they would get to know themselves, man. You know what I'm saying? That shit gets frustrating because you got men out there that don't even give a shit about their kids. Yeah, that's true, you know man. what I'm saying? They don't care about none of them. You know they just and, and still making them and just disregarding them. And you got a man who loves his kids. You know what I'm saying? I love my sons, man. And then you get rejected by them, bro. Like that shit. You know you feel like there's a void in your life. Mm-hmm. But you know I, me having my faith, I just, just you know I, I I let I let uh you know I let the universe run its process, it's man. Let nature like it run its course, hard. man.
2: Yeah. yeah, I feel that pain,
1: too. And until that day comes, oh, man, I got so many brothers like you, man. You know what I'm saying? And and Nando and so many other brothers that I've been building with and working with, bro. And, sure. and you know what I'm saying? So God really blessed me at the end of the day. You know, I got a job working with the youth, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, even though I'm missing my two sons, God gave me 100 sons to build with, bro. Yep, there you go. You know, and I'm, and I'm going to give them the best that I got every day. You know, every day I do my best to be my best, bro. And that's what I expect from you brothers, man. And every time you around me, that's what you can expect from me, man. I'm gonna bring out the best in you, I'm gonna encourage you, I'm gonna educate you, I'm gonna empower you, I'm gonna motivate you, I'm gonna support you. Iron sharps iron. Absolutely, my dog. <laughs> yup. Know? But, uh, yeah, man, we just, uh, you know, just growing up in the neighborhood, you hear so many different stories, especially from their travels and things like that, you know what I mean? And just, uh, you know, having things to compare to different environments, different experiences, you know, there's a lot of people who haven't been outside of the neighborhood or haven't been to different schools or haven't, um, you know, had to adapt or transition to different environments and, and meeting with different cultures and people from different races. And, like, that's how I think I got so far is just because I learned how to speak every Everybody's languages. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I was very diverse. You know what I mean. And I know how to communicate. And and then you know what you just cultivate that righteousness in you because we all have the the um we're all capable of being good and being bad. But it's all about what you cultivate, what you embrace, what you want to be. You know. Yep. So what are some of the lessons that you want to teach your kids? Man, some of the lessons is just don't trust everybody. You know, mm-hmm. just
2: keep keep your distance and just watch from from, from the back. You know, just be cautious with what everything, everything you do, you know, and that everything happens for a reason. And just make sure if you fall, just get back up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're never alone. That's for a fact. You're never alone. There's always someone out there that is willing to give you a hand. I mean, sometimes you don't have it, but.
1: But there's you're people nervous. who really feel like there's nobody there for them, bro. I mean, I've, you been, know what I'm there. I've been You know man. how many suicides happen? You know, there. teens, adults going through all kinds of uh, turmoil. You're not having anybody to love, not having anybody to trust, nobody to turn to, nobody to talk to, people that feel like they can't relate.
2: The thing is that sometimes the least the least person you expect it to be is, is who it is. That's mm-hmm. the thing about it. That's why I say you're never alone because, like, there's been times where I've been like, bro, like, literally at the bottom of the barrel bro and i'm just like damn and then out of the blue just i get tapped on my shoulder it goes my brother and it's like damn i didn't expect you to be there but you're there mm-hmm. you know it's like sometimes you you just it's like remember i told you my english is not very good looking so i do what i can <laughs> <you know? laughs> but like sometimes you you're like you feel like you're alone and 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 that mist of being feeling that feeling you block your mind from thinking about all the people that you have around. You know what I mean? So that's that's what I mean by whoever you least expect is the one that's going to tap you on your shoulder. Be like, yo, you're good. Come on, I got you. You know, so you're really never alone. It's just sometimes you just need to slow it down. You know, see things from a different point of view
1: and, and actually sometimes you just got to switch the angle bro and that's one of the things that i i I facilitate with the youth bro it's just looking Mm -hmm. at things from a different perspective knowing what to pick up and knowing what to put down you know what i'm saying empathy empathy is one of the main things that was a game changer in my transition and the changes that i made in my life was through empathy bro Mm -hmm. you know i had started a youth program there there was this young dude and he was telling me how he loved stealing cars that was his thing he liked to steal cars and um and I, I asked him one day in class, I said, bro, I said, I said, how would you feel if somebody stole your car?
0: Mad as fuck. Man, he said,
1: shit, I never, he's like, I never thought about, I never thought what it would feel like if somebody stole my car. But it hit him, though, and I was like, yeah. and he was like, I'd be mad as hell. I said, how do you think that all these people feel when they came out and their car was gone because of you, you know what I'm saying? You, and I'm like, what are you doing with it? Are you taking it to chop shop? But now I'm just joyriding the shit. You know, I see me. You got people working hard <laughs> to pay for the car, the car note, and you over here joyriding.
2: And then you're going to do something that it's illegal. You'll get some years and you're just joyriding, bro. It it's, did. It caught This makes the money right?
1: up for that motherfucker yeah. Someone needs an engine. But the light <laughs> bulb went on, though, Goyal. The yeah. light bulb, just that one, just, just, just imagine what it would feel like if it was you. I feel, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just... It 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 changed the mind. It changed the perspective. Now I'm now I'm able to look at things from a different angle. Now
2: that's what that's actually what I was trying to say, bro. It's just my like I said, my English is not very good. I got your back,
1: back though, I, bro. You hear me? I told you my <laughs> Spanish ain't the greatest either. So you got to help me, and I'm gonna help you. One hundred. Yeah. Hey. So uh, what's been going on with the music and everything, bro? Uh, a lot. I got so many features, right? Now. I got like four or
2: five features, bro, that I need to finish doing and then i got like four or five songs that i need to finish doing and i got like 20 songs written in my song that i need to record so it's i just got a lot bro honest to god look right now it's been a hassle trying to get this video i
1: swear between you and nando y'all keep keep domingo busy as hell i see domingo name on everything you hear me that's the man bro that's the man that's good though bro you know and coming straight out of Our 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 community, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Definitely want to bring all you boys to the DHDC, man. Give you guys a tour of the place, show you the programs we run for the youth, and get you guys in there. Maybe we can, you know what I'm saying? Put some hands on with them, you know what I'm saying? And and figure some things out. Get part of the program. Share your stories with the youth. You got me on the call, bro. Whenever. Hell yeah, man. Definitely, bro. I, you know, my man. I appreciate (laughs) that, man. (laughs) That's love, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, But listen, yeah. we're going to go to a two-minute intermission. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. I thank everybody who paid the 99 cents to watch this. I'm always getting you money that. worth yeah. and some. You know, I'm just the type of person, man. I'm always going to love you more than you love me just because I got a heart that's so big, you know. Mm. But um, at the end of the day, man, I believe in quality over quantity. So that's what you can expect every Monday messing with your dog. Hey, yeah. But, uh, you know, we got we got Domingo Cortez joining us. That's my man. You that's know, getting, the he, he, he's, right such, he's such a humble brother, though, man. But that guy stayed busy, man. He make it look like he make it look too easy. You know what yeah, I'm
2: saying? Yeah. Big ass brain behind that head. My boy, smart as hell, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's good, man, because I've, I've lived a life when I was dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> dumb shit, so I'm glad a nigga's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So what's going on, like, with, with your guys' career? You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, what, what do you got going on? Like, what's the next step for you? And and I ask you because it's like, even though you got all these obstacles, you know, dealing with immigration and all that, not really knowing what the future holds for you. I can't even imagine how it feels having your kids because your kids were born here. So if anything yeah. was to ever happen to you, they, they either your family got to follow you, you know what I'm saying, or your family going to split up
2: i'm finding my way back here but you know i'm going to canada i'm going to canada. i already know we got some coyotes on hey, that hey. Nigga, they hey. ready for
1: you hear me no hey, <laughs> nah, but 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 on some real shit though you know that's just something that uh that's a, a reality that you have to live with that you know what i'm saying just being unpredictable you could be sitting here building a life getting a house you know trying to build a business or whatever and then you, back. you know and 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 then even in your career you know to to constantly cultivate your career and your skill yeah. trades and, and making music and stuff like that like you know i just uh you know i really applaud you man for uh, taking full advantage of every opportunity that's presented to you you know just by be living in this country you know what i'm saying Yeah, it
2: really holds you back man it definitely takes a toll on you because you're trying to do something but at the same time you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. you don't know if, if say it blows up and then i'm stuck back home and i can't do nothing there's a couple artists from honduras that they're big they're international but mm-hmm. since they don't have that visa man that fucks them up
1: oh yeah no day, doubt about whatever, it since all the contacts are over here I think 21, 21 Savage dealt with some immigration yeah, yeah, issues before, yeah, yeah. you know, and he built a big ass career. He became mm-hmm. a, a, a a big name in here and then had to deal with that kind of shit, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah, it takes a toll on you.
1: But I just think that if anything else, um, you know, grinding, you like, I, I know everybody's passionate about their skill trade, but at the end of the day, man, we got to make some money. But it's all about what you do with the money and you being in a situation that you in, you know, everything's unpredictable. So you're, you're, the most important thing for you is to be able to invest in your craft mm-hmm. and to be able to have something put up in case worst case scenario something happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going out there bogue or naked because if you're carrying your family from over a year, what would happen if you go? You know what I'm saying? But good thing that you connected to so many good brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? Who got much love for you, who support you, who got your back, you know, no matter what the situation is, you know?
2: Yeah. They're hard to come by.
1: How how like are your kids hip to like like you know, you being making music and stuff like that? Yeah, man. <laughs> how do they feel about it? They love
2: it. Yeah? They love it. Yeah. That's dope. My, I got my my little my, my youngest one, five year old, she goes mm-hmm. crazy, man. I got this song called Booty Booty. What booty? Bro, every time she ch- she hops on a car, she goes to her mom. She's like, "Mom, I want booty." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm like, "Damn!" Not, when when I first heard that, I'm like, "Damn!" Now I gotta watch how I'm
1: what what I title or what I say. Yeah, in the song, because, bro, because you program we program our yeah. kids' minds, bro. That everything we speak, every, our, our our behaviors. Mm-hmm. All that, they pick everything up as children, man. They're sponges. They soak yeah. it all up, and they mimic our image. You know what I'm saying? You could be cussing or saying something, and now you're the kid, three-year-old. <laughs> bitch, bitch. You're like, that? are you? You know what I'm saying? The story I told, I told you the story I told you when I first touched down.
2: I didn't know no English, bro. The first oh. words I knew was, son of a bitch, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Until my mom was like, what you say?" <laughs> I'm like, I repeated it. She's like, man, you say that one more time, you're going to be picking up your teeth.
1: Man, that's crazy! I don't
2: know what I'm saying. Yeah, that was I learned that in Honduras, by the way. I didn't even know what it was, bro. That's, <laughs> that's,
1: that's like the word way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like you know, all all the mexicanos I grew up with, for the most part, they was all cholos. Them guys all come from the streets, so everything. Hey, hey come that way, this way, and then. <laughs> So I don't know I, I i learned my spanish in the in the neighborhood, mm. so I speak like my community speaks, right, you right. know, but when I went to live in Chicago with my family you know they they more uh you know more 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 proper you know what I'm saying you know they was uh uh I just they were educated, you mm. know what I'm saying, and I wasn't and i and I was just learning my Spanish back, my Spanish was choppy, so one day I called my uncle away, <laughs> man, my uncle Jesus looked at me, and he was like. Nunca más me llamas un guey güey. no soy tu pinche amigo. And it's like, I was like, oh shit! I, I was like, damn, my bad. I didn't realize what I was saying, yeah. you know. And it's just a term for food. What's up, food? Yeah. killing that way, you know what I mean. But just like in English, you know what to say and how to address adults and grandparents mm-hmm. and family, you know a yeah. certain way. So you know, I learned that. But that's one thing, you know. I always remember about my uncle getting on my ass about that. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about you, Nando, man? Every time I look on Facebook, man, you busy. You got a new song, a new video. You got all kinds of I'm shit. i bro. On. I got so much
0: shit coming. We got that, like I said, that video, Soy. That shit's about to be fun. I don't
1: even know how he got time to shoot videos for anybody else, because every time <laughs> I see him, he's shooting your guys' videos. <laughs> he's the man, the goat. Which is lucky, I guess. Mm, no, that's lucky, dope, bro. We're <laughs> But have you guys like networked like with any artists from like Chicago, Florida, yeah. New York, Cali? You know what I'm saying. Even that like is. Colorado, Arizona, like you know what I'm saying. I, I think that if we could reach out and 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 get networking with these mm-hmm. brothers, man, we could really mm-hmm. create a huge platform, man, and 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 do things in a major way, bro. Because you guys got a lot of uh, a lot of skill trades, man. That 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 cover a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. You know what i mean and uh you know i would love to see us you know on on, on, a, on a huge on a huge scale you know taking care of our business and getting people to cut the check you hear me because uh you know time is money and money is time you know what i mean and we got we, got a song, we ain't got that got much time like that, and we ain't got that much money neither <laughs> you know we got a
2: song like that me and domingo came up with a uh, it's called dinero es tiempo time is money
1: yeah hell yeah boy.
2: he's he's a goat in the camera but yo let that guy hop on the mic
1: huh. what let me find <laughs> out man you showed me that thing that uh victorino oh, Vic- did yeah, man he did that man. freestyle he went in hard i was like damn that's dope man yeah. shout out to my dog what's that Victorcito say so it's victorino that's the way he say it <laughs> <laughs> He said that on the, oh, the last bar i think it was I know, man, it's crazy because every time I got one of you guys, I'm on there the next day or that same night, I got about four, five friend requests from everybody, <laughs> your yo, whole camp, you know what I'm saying, hey, everybody. Yeah. And it's That's cool, though. I about, love man. it. You know, I love it, man. Growth, man. Absolutely, man. I just, I always, I always believed in unity. I always believe in people being able to come together and, and move forward, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, we compliment one another, bro. I mean, you know, so many of our stories are similar, dog, and- I just uh you know, I've I've always been raised, you know, to be supportive, man, and, and uh I, I support, you know, all, all you guys, I salute all you guys, because at the end of the day, you guys are part of the solution and not part of the problem. For a long time throughout my adolescence and my youth, bro, I, I you know, I was part of the problem. You know, I was recruiting young brothers to be in gangs and sell drugs and do shit like that. Mm-hmm. And now I get to sit at the table with with good brothers like you guys, you know, what I'm saying doing positive things and and not only that, but reproducing it. You know what i'm saying and yeah. embedding it in others and in your circle Expanding. you know yep. absolutely man and that's good because you guys are 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 providing you know what I'm saying, a a, a standard now, you know, for for your generation and for the generations to come of what, you know, how people should live, you know, the moral standards, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, the energy, the time, the devotion, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. how to tap into that creativity, how to cultivate them skills Mm -hmm. in you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to know how to do everything, but if you do your job and you do your job and you do your job, we can all put something together and make it happen. Exactly. Yep. You know, teamwork makes the dream work, bro. Sure. And that's the difference between being a leader and being a boss, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for a boss to tell you what to do, but it's good for a leader where he can show you yeah. how it's done. Mm-hmm. You know? Different. Different. There ain't no doubt about it, bro. Yeah. But, um, you know, man, I've been wanting to go swimming for the past couple of days so yeah, bad, man, bro. Yesterday, man. If they were perfect, perfect, man. I was hot no, I've been nice. trying to dolphin dance up in that thing. Where <laughs> <laughs> were
2: yesterday. What was that
1: Lakeside? I think it's called Lakeside Park. Oh pretty yeah. Nice, pretty nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ain't it nice to get away, man? I just be feeling like I'd be so in tune with nature. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like uh cool. the other day I was at a place called Kent. Kent Park. So I got the most wonderfulest job, bro. I work at the DHDC. Once a week, we go out to a park. You know what I'm saying? And and I, you know and, and, and engage with youth and staff and and I get paid for this. I'm like, what? I get to soak up the sun, swim <laughs> and <laughs> everything. And you know what I mean? Yes, it's it's, it's really dope. 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 But just the experience, man. Because uh, you know a lot of people like like they say you got to take time to smell the roses. And a lot of people are so busy in the hustle and bustle, they never got time to sit there to to, to stop and smell the roses. You know what I mean? so it's nice to be able to soak it up and get in tune with the universe you know what i mean we're made up of water bro when the sun shines on us i feel i naturally feel myself being rejuvenated like being powered like i just got locked into a socket and then when i get submerged under water bro like that feels like I, I i literally feel like i'm being cleansed bro my spirit my mind you know what i'm saying like it's just taking away all the stress the negativity and when i come up out of there bro i'm i'm, I'm, I'm ready to take on the world all over again bro we got natural it's resources of power, man. You know what I'm saying? La planta viviente. Yeah, no doubt about <laughs> it, bro. Yeah, hey, for sure, man. So, um, what about you, man? Like, what's what's fatherhood, you know? How's it, how's it been going with it's fatherhood, great, man. It's bro? great, man. Every okay. day I see
0: him, he, he just makes my day better every time.
1: Yeah, always man. Always smiling, always laughing. Listen, bro, I got my grandson. Every time I see him, bro, I give him a honey kisses. Yeah, every yeah. time I see him, it's yeah. just like the best thing in the world. Yes. Yeah. Best feeling, bro. Yeah, no it's doubt about cool. it, man. But it, it's it's dope, man. That, that you guys are taking care of your business, man. Because like I said, there's too many out there that ain't. But I'll tell you what, there's more now that are than 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 I knew yeah. before. Exactly. yeah. You know, and that's good because now you guys set a new standard. You know what I'm saying? People now, it's they it, so they're not trying to like like me that we went through it. I ain't trying to make them. Go you know how, how it things, feels shit. to be without. A... Yeah. Because I've literally heard guys say, "Oh man, they'll be straight." I ain't grow up with my dad yo get to you, get your sister. you' don't go dive in the river <laughs> yeah. real quick your, like, Mickey Mouse ass you know what I mean no. but it's just you know it, it's just that struggle man that people that people are humans ain't nobody here perfect man but nobody sometimes is. people struggle with feeling with with fulfilling the flesh and feeding the spirit you know what I'm saying? Society sometimes got all these expectations of people, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, people are just striving to fit in constantly, you know, or some people just fall back and then get lost in the sauce where it's hard for them to even get back to what's normal, what's regular, mm-hmm. you know, even having a decent conversation. Like me coming home, bro, after serving 17 years, like I've been hearing about all oh, so many people with anxiety, <clears throat> You know what depression. I mean? Like, I didn't grow up with anxiety. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only time I got anxiety is when I was about to get my ass whooped. <laughs> me coming from where I'm coming from, I, there's a lot of things that I
2: hear out here going on, and I'm like, that exists. Uh-huh. Like, uh, one of the biggest ones, like, it's still one of the biggest ones for me, but I guess I experienced it is the uh, allergies. Oh, allergies? I'm
1: like, yeah, I'm
2: like where I'm from. I don't hear that. I never heard that word. Like, I was like, what? Allergia. Allergia is not like, allergia to what? the food? what? The food the butter what
1: that's my favorite yeah so well, we know you yeah. like milk that's what you know. gusta la leche coño I no no hey, no
0: <laughs> I mean, like,
1: no 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 chemicals, <laughs> no chemicals. Hell no chemicals. that's funny as hell man but it's crazy though because you really don't even know you know what they feed the animals what they put in you know what i'm saying and yeah. and you know in our fruits and all that yep. stuff man you oh, know everything's process, about yeah. business you know i don't, don't know your own shape.
2: You can. man i grew up with mm-hmm. that growing, growing shit up your own yeah my, man i used to <laughs> i used to uh they call it destazar, when you kill the pig you Oh yeah, to do uh, goats, pigs,
0: man. Yeah, you know,
1: bro. When I was in Mexico, shout out to me familia in San Luis Potosi, Mexico. Un grito. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, bro, I was like, what the fuck? Everything we ate, we killed it first. The chicken, the goat, the pig, the cow. I was like, yeah, damn, like a slaughterhouse. Like, and my yeah. grandpa, he was so good at it. He just grabbed it. And I was bro, the like, damn, straight from the pot. Man, right. listen, I was just uh, talking to the pig. Hey, piggy. And this next thing <laughs> he said, he like he is is. I said, damn, he took the chicken, swung <laughs> him. I said, man, they is not playing out here, boy. Fresh eggs is the best. Them the real machikas right there tastes good as hell too <laughs>
2: man, if, I, if i wish i could find a video bro my uh when, when my mom first went over there mm-hmm. they first said It was like a couple months after they touched down uh she sends me a video of my uh two-year-old sister i mean th- three-year-old sister bro she grabbed the chicken and she was just like she just seen to that professional i was like bro i'm like the fact savage. like the fact that she's she just savage. That and she just stood there like this at three started, years old. i was like what
1: is you doing man That shit's crazy. But, I mean, you grow up fast when you're over there, bro.
0: (laughs) You see a lot of shit. Savage life. You see a lot of shit. You
1: talking about, by all means necessary, shit, you better go over there.
2: You be like, oh, shit. Yeah, there's a gringo life and there's a latino life. (laughs) Latino life is savage.
1: Yeah. What's up with you, Domingo, man? What what projects you got going on? Like, now that things are opening up and getting back to normal. I mean, I already know you ain't broke your stride for shit. You one of them guys, you just marched to the beat of your own drum, and I like that. But I want to know, like, what's, what's the goal for you? What's the vision? What's the future look like? You know, for yourself, for your career, for your family, for your team, you know what I'm saying? And everybody else that you involved with. You got the good question. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> honestly, the end goal. Uh, it's, it's start, you know, own company, um, and just be an entrepreneur where I don't have to work the 9 to 5 to support myself and my family or anything like that, and, you know, uh, a production company, a recording studio, all of that shit, you know, it's all in one, so we can all just work and feed off each other and feed off each other's ideas and just keep
1: growing. Mm-hmm i love it bro i love it man that's dope one of these days i want to introduce you to my homeboy tony rizzo man he got Soundsmith studios over here in lincoln park good dude man he went to um he went to school in florida to learn all the music engineering came back he'd been doing his thing bro so one of these days i would love for you to meet him man just to see who we can network you know what we can make happen one of these days yeah oh man so um you know we got a lot you know it's, it's it's hot out you know what I'm saying we in July we got all coming out you know Man yup, yeah. yeah, definitely like I put so
0: dropping tonight the video make sure y'all
1: check it out YouTube What's up with yeah. the festivals the concerts like I'm trying to get you know what I'm saying shit uh, uh, Jose Del Valle he got all the plugs on all the venues now we you know that what I'm saying Detroit Unidos coming up Oh yeah yeah Let's the get, let them know about it what July 31st 34. right Oh, 24th, got me, yup.
0: Make sure y'all pull up, man. We performing, like the Reno's performing. Yup. You're going to be there doing interviews. Yeah,
1: hell yeah. I look forward to it. You know, I got to talk my little shit. They
0: don't need your podcast, baby. Talk to me, I talk back. Shout out to Chicago. You know, Hollywood for having us. About to turn it up. Detroit Unidos, go get your tickets. You want to perform, artists.
1: Yeah, what's it at? It's at Johnny's Bar, right? Yeah, Johnny's Bar. Yep, at YouTube Johnny's Bar, Bar and E course, man. Make sure you pull up, man. <laughs> <laughs> La- <laughs> yeah, Latino hip hop, man. We out here we represent. We're gonna do our thing, man. And uh if you wanna get in, man, you know, reach out to these brothers. You know, they 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 a squad, man. They definitely doing their thing. They headed in the mm-hmm. right direction. But listen, man, we're at the part of the show, bro, where I'm going to let you get your marker. I'm going to let you put your name on the on the wall of fame. That way, you, you know, you down here, you're a part of this studio. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Always, yeah, I'm bro. Already, right? You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, damn. You can highlight it there. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> Add some graffiti to it, you know? Yes, Whatever so, you yes, want. So. Everybody here signed it up.
0: Yeah. I already heading his home.
1: Well, you know what, man? We just finna roll out just how it is there, man. I salute you. Thank you. Tune in. They got this video coming out. You know what I'm it's saying? Tonight is dropping tonight. You know, tap in, man. Live Music Entertainment Studio. El Nino Podcast. We it with these brothers, it's man.
0: Music, young salute Local Local Music. The music. Loop. We all in the fucking house. Go you. Hey. Much Go, love,
1: you. and I'll see you next Monday. And a big shout out. To all my family, my friends, my loved one, LA Landscaping, Guys Pizza, Legendary, uh, Barbershop, uh, District 313, Uh, congratulations to my brother and my boy Andy for starting up their new brand, the District 313 brand, and uh, you know, I'm saluting my man, Aztec, uh, Detroit Aztec, you know what I'm saying, my dog's cruising slick, much love to y'all man, I'm here for y'all man, let's keep it moving dog, Detroit stand up baby, get it, and down river this has been an episode of real everyday people part of the el nino podcast
2: check out the el nino podcast live on facebook every monday night at 9 p.m eastern
0: and for full episodes the el nino podcast is available on facebook and youtube